0: Hey, it's Clay. Welcome to another episode of the Money with Clay podcast. And for those of you that are maybe new to the show and have not listened to very many episodes, maybe n- none at all, usually, yeah, I'll find an article and I'll go through it, maybe a couple articles, and give my thoughts, maybe rant and rave every now and then, and just use some sort of kind of base foundation of an article or something to you know, have all my comments come from. In this situation, though, I'm gonna change that up a little bit and just talk about something in general, something that most people I think forget about or don't realize, and that's okay because I think this is a relatively unique way to look at it, but in all actuality, it's 100% the factual way to look at it. It is 100% obeying the law of economics way of looking at it, and this is how I want you to look at this particular uh, approach, I guess we'll call it, to life. And I'm gonna go through a quick economics lesson here. This is not gonna be anything in detail or in depth, so don't worry, just stick with me. It's not like we're gonna start to pull out supply and demand curves or anything like that. But, and I also wanna note that, as you'll see, this is, this is quite simple. This is not complicated. And it's something that anybody can do. Now, at times, actually doing it can require a little bit of maybe uh, pain and I just mean that pain as in a little short-term pain to get ahead, but this is not gonna be some sort of, you know, two-hour podcast where I sit here and go, now you gotta do this, and then you gotta do that, and then you gotta factor in this, that, and the other thing. No, nothing like that. Very, very straightforward. So back to the economic lesson here. What is labor? Well, labor is a job, right? I mean, that's what you do. You if if you are putting in manual labor, or any kind of labor, that's a job. That's true, but what is labor at the core? And labor is time. And what a lot of people don't realize, what a lot of people are not approaching life you know, with the mentality is, is that whether or not you wanna believe it, whether or not you wanna accept it, the fact of the matter is this. You are a CEO. You are a business owner. You are an entrepreneur. What, no, I, I don't offer a product. I don't offer a service. I'm not trying to build a company. What are you talking about? No, you do offer a service. You do offer a product. Do you know what that product is? I already gave a little hint to that. What is labor again? Time. Your product, your service is time itself. And in economics, in business, that's what people are buying. When they are hiring you for a job, what are they actually doing? Now, of course, they're hiring you to do a a service. They are hiring you to, you know, do something. But what is required of you to do that something? Well, your, your time is required. So they are really just purchasing your time. You are agreeing to give them your time for, I would assume, some money, right? That's what labor is. Labor is just some sort of arrangement from one person to use another person's time. That's all it is, is time. So you, you are in control of your time. But from a business perspective, from an entrepreneur, you know, perspective, You need to be wise with your time, but more particularly, you need to make sure that you make your time worth as much as possible because the more your time is worth, guess what? The more people, the more employers are willing to pay you for it, will be required to pay you for it. What do I mean? Well, you know what? I have nothing against these people as long as, as long as it's a means to an end, as long as it's just, well, this is a temporary state to get from point A to B. But uh, the typical is flipping burgers, right? All right, th- th- that's fine. Like I said, I don't have anything against those people, assuming it's just a-, a way to get from point A to B. Maybe it's a side hustle. Maybe it's just a way to make some extra money while you're in school. I don't know what it is, but as long as you're not saying, you know what, I, I want my full-time career to be a, a hamburger flipper. That, I would have to disagree, and I, I think you can do a little bit better than that. However, let's just look at it from the point of view of, okay, well, what sort of market is out there? So how many people can flip a burger? How many people can be trained to flip a burger? I would say that the vast majority of people, maybe not right this very second, can flip a burger the right way, but can learn how to flip a burger at, let's just use a stereotypical McDonald's example. So what does that mean about that person's service, that person's product? Remember, we all have a product and service. It's called our time. Is their time really worth that much when pretty much everybody out there can do with with their time what that person can do with their own time? Well, no, of course not. That would be a, what we'd call a minimum wage job, right? Minimum wage is just a situation where you are able to only get well the minimum wage for your time because the skill set, the, you know, what is required of you, yeah, people just aren't going to be willing to pay that much for your time because they can, they can find anybody. They can purchase anybody's time for that, you know, in this case, flipping burgers, but for any task. You know, any of those minimum wage jobs out there. That's why it's minimum wage, because you know what? The employer, they have plenty, plenty, plenty of people to choose from in order to you know purchase people's time. So when you have plenty of people to purchase from, that's just right, basic economics. If you have a whole lot of supply of something, well, you know you don't have to pay that much for it, which is sort of why air, you don't have to go around and buy air, right? There's a good supply of air out there, right? That's why air is free, okay? So, all right, well, that becomes a question, all right, well, Because flipping burgers doesn't require much skill, there's a lot of people out there that can do it. So I mean, yeah, I'm not really separating myself from anybody else because in regards to time, yeah, those companies can, they can choose from basically anybody to purchase people's time. So how do you make your time more valuable? That's what everything boils down to, is you need to be viewing and going through the world of Wait. What makes my time valuable? One way to make your time valuable is simply to put on some sort of, or to to not really put on, but to put yourself in a situation where you have a skill that not that many other people have. And I, well no kidding Clay, I I, I know none, none of this is obvious, none of this is complicated like I started off, but it's amazing how many people sit here and oh, I can't get ahead. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, woe is me. Oh, this system is rigged against me. And then you say, all right, well, what's your skill set? What are, what are you able to do? What are you willing to do? And then you start to listen and you're like, well, no, no, the, the, the system's not rigged against you. Your time just isn't worth very much. And you know, your time would be better spent acquiring skills, maybe out there doing stuff, rather than sitting on social media and griping and complaining about how the system is rigged against you no wonder why your time is not worth very much because you're not doing anything to improve your time to make your time more valuable you're just sitting around griping on social media as opposed to somebody else let's say cuz remember it goes it's really twofold time your your uh, you know the value of your time can be improved either from your willingness to do certain things or the skill set that you have the skill set that you've acquired so let's just fo- focus first on willingness let's just say that you know what filling and i talked about this before in past episodes but this is still what i would do if i was just getting started and wanted to make some money i would start a dumpster business not in the not in the form of hey i'm going to rent out a physical dumpster but i would start a dumpster business in the sense of hey i will fill the dumpster for you so you would get out there with real estate investors, builders. Um, you could be some, you know, cleaning out houses. Just let me let me get your junk out of here. And this is not, this is not like a new business idea. You see, you know, signs out there about you know we'll remove your junk and all that sort of stuff. But that's what's going on. That's that's a great business. Why? Well, anybody can remove junk. That doesn't take any skill. Yes, you're right. It absolutely does. But how annoying is it to? demo? How annoying is it to have to lift heavy stuff? How annoying is it to get all dusty and dirty while you clean stuff out? How annoying is it to sometimes come across some pretty nasty situations where you still have to clean things out? I mean, that's pretty annoying. A lot of people don't want to use their time for that. Oh, what did I just say? A lot of people don't want to use their time to do that. Well, if not that many people want to use their time to do it, Does that increase the supply or decrease the supply of people wanting to do it? Well, it decreases the supply In basic economics, well, that's gonna make the people that are willing to use their time for that more valuable. So that is why it is more than reasonable. It's easy to get well above minimum wage for doing some sort of dumpster business in the form of cleaning it out. Quick example, if you go and you're thinking, okay, I think I can clean out this house, for example. That's going to be demoed, or that maybe it was a foreclosure. Maybe it was, you know, some sort of eviction. So the the, the tenants leave a whole bunch of stuff behind. The real estate investor, you know, they're like, well, I I don't have time for this. I would rather pay somebody for their time to clean this out because my time is more valuable. Going out there and let's just say finding a new deal or something like that. So they're saying, well, my time is worth more than this, but. Yeah, you know, there's not that many people out there that really wanna do this sort of stuff. So I realize I'm gonna have to pay more than minimum wage in order to purchase somebody else's time to come and do this. So I mean, from your perspective, you could easily go and say, all right, if I think this job is gonna take me 10 hours to clean out, I mean, let's see, how, how how many hours per hour do I wanna make? Well, let's try $20 an hour. So $20 an hour multiplied by 10 hours, because if that's what you estimate it to take you to clean out, Well, right there, that's $200 that you could charge the landlord, for example. I assure you, a real estate investor, a a successful one at least, they're gonna be like, $200 to fill up the dumpster? Deal. I'll gladly pay you $200 to have to avoid doing that myself and getting all dusty and picking up some gross stuff. And yeah, absolutely. think about it, just like that, 200 bucks, you just made well above minimum wage, 20 bucks per hour, why? Because you had a great skill set? No, not necessarily. Now, I, would, I can also argue that you're, you're gaining skill sets. I mean, now all of a sudden you're, you're gaining skills in the world of practical business and you're learning how to negotiate deals and you're learning how, to, I mean, so yeah, you're, you're getting skills in that regard, which just at the core, does that require any skill? No, that is just flat out manual labor. But a lot of people don't wanna do that. And when a lot of people don't wanna do something, that means you can sell your time for even more. I mean, in actuality, you could probably charge that real estate investor $300. And if, like I said, if you, if you, you know, estimate the job's gonna take you 10 hours, all of a sudden, that's $30 per hour. And how did you increase your value? How did you get more for your time? Your willingness. You were willing to do something that, you know, a lot of other people just aren't willing to do. And then you have the other route, and this is probably the one that maybe you thought of right away, is okay. Well, I want to make my time as much as possible. And in order to do this, I want to make an investment in myself because by making an investment in myself, I'm going to increase my skills, right? I'm going to increase what I can offer and I will have a better skill set than, than lots of other people out there. So that's where, you know, the typical college comes into play or maybe a trade school comes into play. That's why you would go to school, that's why you would learn a trade is because. When you know how to fix my plumbing issues, I have I have a question to make, okay? I can either spend hours on YouTube, hours going back and forth between Lowe's or Home Depot or Ace Hardware or whatever, trying to get the right part, trying to go back, or I can just save my time, because I think my time is worth more, and just pay a, a plumber. Sure, I, I'm paying somebody to do something that I could do, but still, is my time really worth it if I can just pay and you know keep my time free and, and can I purchase somebody else's time? And yeah, in many situations, it is worth it. Plumbing, electrical, you know, HVAC, concrete, any of those trades. Yeah, you know what? The person could do it. Some people do choose to do it. I would argue, I would probably disagree with that now depending on the situation because are you sure your time is worth it to have to learn, experiment? Prize, and, and you're not even gonna do it as good as a professional. But that's what you do. One of my favorite sayings out there, and I, I think I got it from a TV show actually. Uh, I don't remember the one, but the, the saying just says, you don't pay a plumber to bang on the pipes. You pay a plumber because they know where to bang on the pipes. And that's the idea here. Is you need to make sure that you have the know-how to do certain things. So you improve your skill set. So trade school, or if you go to college, right? That's what you're doing. That's what I personally did. I My thought process, now I didn't look at it like this at the time per se, but generally speaking was, all right, how can I make my time valuable where, where somebody actually wants to purchase it? Or in other words, right? I, I need to make sure that I can at least get a job. I wanna make sure that people in the first place want to at least even purchase my time, okay? Because if you don't have something that other people want, then, well, they're not gonna wanna purchase your time, aka give you a job. So that was step one. Well, let's just make sure that somebody wants to. My second step was, you know, I'd like to make sure that not only do people wanna purchase my time, but they wanna purchase it for a good, respectable amount. So I was, all right, well, you know, and I looked at things and that's where I decided on an engineering degree. So I got an engineering degree, and yes, there are a lot of people out there that wanna purchase people's time if you have an engineering degree. And it can be very competitive. That's what capitalism is all about, right? You have different employers competing for your to hire you. But what are they really competing for? Well, at, at the core, at your time. You want to create competitions for your time. You want multiple employers to be like, no, no, no. I want I want I'm willing to pay you this for your time. Oh yeah? Well, I'm willing to pay you that for your time. Oh, those two companies offered you that for your time. Well, I'm going to offer you this with this, that, and the other little perk and benefit, and you know, extra bonus or or whatever. That's what you want. You want you want employers fighting over your time. You want them competing for your time. That's going to get. That's going to make your time most valuable. so. That's why I want the engineering degree. But if you're like, okay, well, I I need to make my time valuable. So I'm gonna go to college because you know that, that, that's what you're supposed to do and you wanna make your time valuable. And I'm gonna go, I'm, I'm gonna go to a small school. I'm gonna get a degree in romantic literature. I know I have nothing against you if you love to read and if you love literature and if you love romantic literature and, and that's great. That's great. But my question to you is this, do you know many people out there who out there is, is going to want to purchase your time for your knowledge of romantic literature. No, I'm not saying there's not a job market. I'm, I'm sure you could, maybe some university would want to purchase your time to become a professor, eh, but that's, that's pretty small allotment. Maybe you just want to go out there and write a book. That's awesome. I mean, but do you really need a college degree to write a book of romantic literature, or could you just turn that hobby into something to write a book? Right, do you see the difference here? So if you're, if you're a younger kid, I mean, that's awesome. If you're in high school, listen to this. But really ask yourself before you go and load yourself down in debt and go to college, are you doing something that's actually gonna make your time worthwhile? Are you getting some sort of degree? Are you obtaining some sort of skill set that's gonna cause people to wanna purchase your time? Because again, there's not that many people out there. There's not that many employers out there that is, is gonna wanna purchase your time if you get a degree in romantic literature. Whereas if you get a degree, let's say you have a degree or you have your skill set in nursing in some sort of science, in some sort of medical field. Maybe you're an accountant. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there that, I mean, I purchase somebody's time when it comes to accountants. I have a CPA, so I employ that CPA. How? I'm purchasing their time. What am I purchasing their time to do? My taxes. And I and there's gonna be a lot of people out there that are gonna wanna purchase other people's time to do their taxes, to do their books, and all of that, right? So hey, you know, an accountant getting some sort of accounting degree, that would be worthwhile. But please, as a young person or if you're a parent, just make sure that your 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 child understands, you know, what you're actually doing here is you're trying to make your time as valuable as possible. You want employers to want to purchase your time. So, you know, little Susie, little Billy Bob. If you go to college and get this degree in you know, the art of, uh, you know, basket weaving, are are you sure, is there really a job market out there, right? That's what you're. is there a job market out there for basket weaving? Are, Are there gonna be that many people out there that wanna purchase your time? Or is there gonna be like a few people, but yet you have all these people with, you know, such as yourself, that are gonna be going for those few jobs. And what did we say all the way back to the start? When you have a lot of people going for a small amount of jobs, or you, you, you have a lot of people going for something that a lot of, or that really anybody can do, what does that do to your value of your time? It really, really drops it. So you have a lot of people going for a very few selective jobs. Well, then those employers can pick and choose who they wanna go with. So why would they pay you a lot of money when they can just go hire somebody else? Well that's not very fair. Well no, it is fair because that employer's taking a risk to even purchase your time in the first place. So they I mean then they shouldn't be in they then they shouldn't be required to pay you a certain amount. I mean if you chose to to get that skill set and there's lots of other people with that skill set, well then then so be it. That you're going to get paid what your time is worth. Whereas you look at an engineer or an accountant or a nurse, And well, you know, there's not as many people out there that have nursing degrees, so your time is gonna be worth more. So that's how I want you to know. How do you get ahead in life? How do you be successful? You know, how do you have extra money? Well, because by being a good business owner, by providing a good product, by being a wise entrepreneur, by valuing your time. So what are you doing with your time? Where are you at within your willingness? Are you willing to go out there and just, you know, in my other business, there's people out there that they'll be involved in the stock market and trading, and then they'll go and do DoorDash, or do Uber, or stuff like that. Well, that that's, you know, but they're willing. They're willing to just get out there and do stuff, and, and they're making extra money. So what are you willing to do? Are you willing to break a sweat? Are you willing to maybe get a couple bumps and bruises? How about just obtaining skills? Are, are you being wise in the skills you're obtaining? That's why college is totally an investment. You are investing to, get your, to make your time worth more. And you see all the student debt figures, and then you look at the degrees these people are getting, and they are literally paying to make their time worth basically nothing. They're taking on massive debt to do nothing for their time. They can sit there and say, I have a college degree. But you know what? Basically, everybody has college degrees these days. So you gotta take that up the next level. All right, well, your college degree is in what? And depending on what you give as the answer there, Well, a lot of people, they're still stuck at the same exact spot. Yeah, who cares? I don't want to purchase your time. I have no need. I have no desire. I see no benefit for me to take the risk of purchasing your time when you have a romantic literature degree. Whereas, all right, well, okay, you got an engineering degree, you got a nursing degree, you got an accounting degree. All right, yeah, I can find some use for you within my organization. I would like to purchase your time. So just keep that stuff. In mind, it's all about time, that is labor. And at the core, you are an entrepreneur and what you're selling is your time. That is your product, that is your service, your time itself. So be out there and make sure that it is as valuable and worth as much as possible. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening. Before I go, I wanna just make your attention to a few things. First off, if you enjoyed the show, then make sure to help us out in the iTunes especially if you could leave us a rating. That goes a long way and just assists me in getting the word out there. And I I genuinely would appreciate it. Second, if you find yourself